Yo, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the SBYR show where we talk about and help you guys get started before you're ready. Yo, I'm super excited about this episode. On the last episode, we talked about making your idea, creating your idea. On this episode, we're going to talk about validating your idea because you can have a good idea, but if you have a good idea and you can't make money with it or if you can't execute and if you can't get validation from other people and if other people can't see the value in your idea, then what's the point? It's like Dre said last episode, it is not a business, it is a hobby. What up, fellas? What's going up? What up? Yo, man, good to see y'all, man. Good to see y'all. I ain't really hollered at y'all all week since the last episode. How, how was your week, Dre? Man, my week's been good, man. Just locked in again, focus. It's going to be a cold summer. Uh, I'm not going out the house until until the end of March. You know what I'm saying? So I'm just locked and loaded. I might, I might, uh, I might step out after March and April. You know what I'm saying? But I'm going right back in hibernation mode like a groundhog, baby. <laughs> hey, that's what it is. That's what it is. What up, Stokies? You in, uh, where you at, Dallas right now or Vegas? Yeah, yeah, Dallas. I just got back from Vegas last night. Okay, how's everything going? Everything's smooth, bro. Everything's smooth. Um, went to Vegas, to some family stuff. Now I'm back in uh, Dallas. For sure, man. We've all three of us been locked in um, tremendously on our ventures and our businesses, holding each other accountable in the accountability group. Um, let's talk about validating an idea. Um, when you guys, especially you guys, have great ideas all the time because you guys understand the entrepreneurship and 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 coming up with a good idea is just problem solving and fixing problems but sometimes it might be might might not be the right fix so how do you go, guys go about validating your ideas and what do you think about initially uh when you're validating an idea hmm. going to take this or I, I guess i go first um so i can tell you how uh i think the first thing is to understand kind of your key metric, like what is the what are you what are what are you trying to produce? Um, so often I, I focus on revenue generating companies. So um, um, and depending on so I can tell you, I guess let me take it back. Let me see how I, let me show you how I validated the idea that I'm working on now. So very quickly, it was very easy. Um, I, I, I thought the idea through put everything down on a piece of paper of what I think the idea was, slimmed it down. So you got to do a flare and focus moment. Just like put every brain dump, everything that you want to do, mm-hmm. narrow it down to like, what do you, what do you, what's like the base that you need to get anything launched? So like I had, a, I had, my idea was humongous and I had all these things that we could do with this concept. Yeah. And so I wrote everything down. Then I minimized it to like, okay, what's, what are like the, what's the one key thing that we need to get this thing out the door. Yeah. Then I created a website, put that one key thing out there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I just did a little bit of marketing. I spent like five bucks on a couple. Uh, I felt like the Instagram, when I, then I decided like Instagram would buy you my best platform to do a little bit of marketing. Mm-hmm. Spent five bucks on an ad for a week, put it out there, see what the response was. Um, and then we got, we, we had a lot of people that signed up and I was like, okay, well, a lot of people agree with this idea because people are signing up and I'm also getting emails asking, you know, when is it launching and asking more information about it. That just gave me insight to like, okay, this is actually necessary. Maybe it's worth pursuing. So that's kind of how I validated the idea that I'm doing now. Yeah, one of the key words you said was agree. I think validation is getting agreement on those ideas because 
if other people can't see it, then what is it, Dre? Yeah, man. Um, <clears throat> you know, you, you want to validate it not only from the standpoint of, um, you know, what you're working on, if it's useful, but also from the standpoint of like, if you are thinking about getting investors or thinking about building out a team, each person uh, is giving their time to, you know, the idea that you have. So, you know, you before you get emotionally invested in it, you need to make sure that you're good and validate it. And the way I go about it is, is um, I, I think about the core, the core concept of the idea. Um, like, what is this idea exactly? Like, I don't need all the bells and whistles. I don't need uh, I, everything that I can do in the future, right? Like, um, I'm just kind. I just bring it all down to one single piece, and I don't even want to build anything. I just want to throw this website out there, uh, buy a domain, throw a website out there, and literally put a buy button <laughs> on the page. And like, it looks like everything works, you know, it looks like you can get it, yeah. but really it's just a buy button that is, doesn't even work. It just literally allows me to track, Hey, someone actually tried to make this purchase and here's their information. And I can hit them up and say, Hey, uh, I'm sorry. I did not, um, something happened with those, with the site where I was running the test. Yeah. Uh, would love to, uh, provide the product to you once, uh, once we, once we launch it or something like that. So, um, I make it look as though like things are are already working. I hate the term beta to be perfectly honest with you. Um, yeah. Beta usually like beta usually prevents you from like moving effectively in a way. Uh, but yeah, so that's what I do, man. I just, I just try to make it seem as though everything is already out. Um, I don't try to build any products at all. I literally just try to push it out there. So with, well, auto dial, I'll give you an example. Um, we alleviate wait times on the phone. And so what I did with AutoDial was I already built the product. It took me 30 minutes to build out the product. Um, and I built it for myself, but I said, hmm, let me go ahead and see if, if someone else would want it. And so I spent $10 in some Google ads, um, marked up some, 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 made some ad uh, advertisements, pushed it out there, paid like pennies on the dollar for the advertisement mm -hmm. per click. Uh, I usually try to aim around 10 cents, eight to 10 cents. Uh, and only put in ten dollars or whatever and uh, i started getting some hits and literally the site that i had up it was not connected to the product at all like um i built it for myself i didn't build it for anyone else to use mm -hmm. but i literally just allowed people to come in and make a purchase and i came i called them back and said hey i'm let me get you connected to this to this line right mm -hmm. like the product was not fully fleshed out it didn't need to be any, what I needed to do was prove out that people actually wanted it. Mm -hmm. um, and I'll, I could do that using a domain, website, Google Ads, like Brandon said, um, and make it seem as though everything is already flushed out already. Yeah, yeah. So and then you customer, more service, customer service actually mm -hmm. uh, branches the gap between uh, a, a polished product and an unpolished product or like what you're providing. So if you're not, if you don't have the polished product, your customer service has to be A1. Right. And the better your customer service is, the more you understand what your customers actually want. Yeah. Yeah, that's huge. What what you said reminded me of uh, what my coach said, Ed Rush, is one thing he'll do is he'll create an offer sheet for the idea and sell it. And then if he sells a bunch of them, not only did he sell them, but he has money to put the idea together and make it really good. And then he'll drop the idea in a future time that he told the market he was going to. And then if he doesn't sell it, 
he scraps that thing. He's like, oh, I did didn't work. Let me get another idea. Uh, but you said something that was super key, Dre, is getting that idea down to the like the singular part, the singular idea. What is your process for doing that? And what do you mean by like that singular? Like, is it a sentence? Is it just is it a singular way to explain your value prop so that way it's just easy to understand? What 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 is that for you? Yeah, you know, if you could say it all in one sentence in a couple of words, uh, I think that's that's best. Um, but you know, there was an initial spark. The initial spark is what 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 kicked off the other things as well, mm-hmm. right? Why did why did this idea even come about where it's not bringing me a bigger vision? Yeah. I want to go right back down to that, right? We can talk about Google search. You know, Google search was just query the internet. You know what I'm saying? Like search the search the web. And out of as a result of that, they came, they have so many other products that they now have, right? Yeah. Google's now a full suite of products. And so Amazon's the same way. Purchase books online. Now they have you can purchase anything online, right? Yeah. And so we want to always bring it down to a singular point. Um and where auto data was alleviate wait times on the phone, right? Um, and now as a result, we can now go into a lot of other things like the largest directory, uh, contact directory where you can like contact anybody, you know what I'm saying? So, um, yeah. Yeah. Brandon, I remember when you reached out, when you were starting your idea and you put those ads out, you got like a crazy conversion rate. Like everybody was signing up. Was that because, I mean, th- that obviously validated your idea, but was that skill, was that business, was that the ad, or was that just because the idea was so great? What do you think attributed uh, to that, and what did that do to validate uh, your idea? Yeah, I think it was just a matter of the idea, right? Um, I don't think that, <clears throat> um, it's a matter of execution idea, right? Like, get it out. So I go through the same process, like Dre says, where I, my process is like flare and focus. So. I have to brain dump every single thing that I have, like yeah. that I have around this idea, and then again, I pick that one thing. I feel I pick, I pick like that. That what's the home? What's that heavy hitter? Like what's the the value? The key value proposition? Mm-hmm. Double down on that, um, and then yes, yeah, so simply like I didn't know that the feedback was going to get so uh, was going to be what it was. Right, I had forty thousand people sign up uh, for Black Steel. Yeah. Um, I had no clue that the feedback was going to be as um, as heavy as it was, yeah. but. Again, I had to test it, right? Like I've had ideas where I put it out, and it's not that it's, it's not that much feedback. So, like, in order, the only way you know something's worth building is if the market tells you that. So, like, hey, if no one signed up for it, if I put it out there, and no one signed up for it, then I would just switch, I pivot, I do something different, you know. Um, and so I wouldn't take it personal. I need to. I would try to figure out, okay, maybe I did something wrong, and I would, I would, you know, do a few more tests to see if there's better angles around it. But hey, at the end of the day, if no one wanted this product that I thought about, then I would just rethink maybe reimagine it in a different way or I change my idea. But you need that again, like the key here is just like you need to get that feedback. Um, you need to get people to sign up to or buy or purchase so you can talk to them, which is key. So like one thing you do is like when you get people to sign up or buy your product or like act like they want to buy their product, contact that customer, understand why they liked your product, understand what they like, the reason why they clicked or the reason why they purchased or the reason why they signed up mm-hmm. and go really deep with them. Cause that'll help you fine tune things. Right? Like yeah. I put the ad out, I put the ad out. I wasn't getting any clicks. I called Dre. I was like, yo, this is my idea. We do like, he's like, you should do this. I changed it and it like bumped up. Right? Like yeah. you have to talk to people that like what you're doing. And so like me talking to customers me talking to users, me talking to people like you guys, 
uh, helped me fine tune what I was doing. And mm -hmm. that, that, that actually helped with the growth. Yeah. I, I want to piggyback on that right quick. An uh -huh. Another thing is by, by you talking to every customer uh, or person that's interested, they actually tell you how to market, right? They're going to tell you what it is, right? They're going to say, Hey, um, Oh, it's, it's well, you're explaining this, this detailed thing. They're going to slim it down and say, Oh, it's like this. And you'd be like, it's like that. Yeah. I'm going to take that <laughs> as a marketing term. You know what I'm saying? And I'm going to apply it to like these Google ads or I'm ex that's how I'm going to explain it next time to see if anyone, uh, you know, picks it, you know what I'm saying? So, um, customers, like every person that you talk to is going to tell you exactly how to market to people like them, you know, and you, you'll end up with a, a larger audience. I keep saying, this is what it is. This is what it is. This is what it is. And this is why I'm interested. And then you'd be like, well, I know exactly why people are, are interested. I know exactly yeah. what to say to get a person to, to, to uh, pick us. Mm. It's a good idea. You put you put it out there that once you get that bite, you're essentially figuring out exactly what was the bait that that made them want to bite that hook. And then you remake it and then just remaking it better and better and better. But let's talk about time. You know, how long would you guys keep that idea out there before you go? All right, this is this is this is trash. Let's scrap it, uh, Dre. Yeah, I um, I don't think anyone should spend more than two weeks on it. <laughs> yeah. But uh, that's just me. And the, the the way that the reason why I come up with that, I actually say one week to be honest with you. But the re reason why I come up with that is because the way that I'm approaching this idea, I'm relentlessly focusing on it, and I'm not tied to anything. So I'm going to constantly keep pivoting over and over and over and over quickly, yeah. um, so I can focus relentlessly on it. And it has to earn my next week. It has to earn my month focus, right? So, um, and, and as a result, me put, placing a small timeline uh, and saying that, hey, this has to be done by this time. Mm -hmm. um, I focus on, like I said, focus on way more. Uh, and I actually want this to exist. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, it, it hurts my feelings if if I can't work on it anymore. So let me go ahead and give it up my all. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. <laughs> Yeah. And money, money loves speed. You know, I know patience is taught a lot by like Gary Vee and a lot of people, but money loves speed. And you gotta, you gotta like get momentum and like bring that speed. Um, do you have a any time constraints, Brandon, when it comes to your ideas um, before you get validation, before you said, okay, this is, this is bad or this is good. Do you have any time constraints? Yeah, I'll say that I, I definitely have time constraints. Dre and I have a little bit of a luxury than some other people because we're full-time entrepreneurs, so we don't have another job or anything, so we can relentlessly focus on something. So I try to get feedback within like a, yeah, a couple of weeks. Like I need a week or two because that's all I'm doing. Like I'm doing nothing else but this idea. Yeah. Um, so I need to get that feedback to say that to get to move to that next step. Because um, mm -hmm. whenever I think about my product or what I'm launching, I build out steps. Like first step is this. Like, so like I need to get this amount to hit to this next step. And if I don't get that, then I'm not moving to that next step. Mm -hmm. um, the other thing is I need to know is like, I need to, sometimes your first approach sucks. And oftentimes if you're doing it correctly, if you're moving fast enough, your first time you launch something, it should be trash. Yeah. So I need to give myself at least enough time or enough times to iterate this, to make sure that I've like exhausted kind of the different ways that I can maybe communicate this idea or the types of businesses I might be trying to acquire or the type of customer. Cause oftentimes like you might work on something and maybe you just were not paying attention to the right customer. So you launched it. You had an initial premise of who your customer was. You launched it. You found out that customer didn't like it. 
and it didn't it didn't serve their need. Well, doesn't necessarily mean that that product is wrong. Maybe you just find the next different type of customer. But you need to give yourself you need to have a really quick feedback loop. So you need to get feedback within a day on your products, right? Like be able to put it out there, get the feedback loop, and you need to be able to quickly iterate that idea. So like again, within twenty four hours, be able to change it and re get it out there, right? If you do that a few times, then a week is enough. You know, a week and if you could do that, then a week or two is enough. If you can't do that, then you need to change the process. So ideas good is validated um, and you want to get more and more validation and keep creating the communication or the wording that the customer is using when you're speaking to them, talking to them. Um, so it seems to me that data and, and input is going to be uh, huge. So do you guys have a way that you you know, have a process for this? Do you have, um, how do you co collect data so that you can always be improving and, uh, and have quality improvement? Yeah, I think that, you know, data can be a bit overkill in the beginning, um, to be perfectly honest with you. I think that, you know, it, we want to just piggyback on what Brandon said before was like communicating with the, the user is the best data, right? Um, and then, better data than that is actually a purchase you know what i'm saying like uh, you can communicate with users as much as you want and they can say yeah i i definitely use it but actions speak louder than words men lie money lie uh, women lie money doesn't lie you know what i'm saying so um you know is a purchase actually happening uh and i think those two things right there is the best data that you can get um you know, if we're talking about metrics and stuff like that, I don't think we're really looking for that right now too much in the beginning. Yeah. Outside of how many, how much of this, how much, how much did we do as far as like money or how many signups did we get or how many views did we get on the page? Um, and that led to an action, right? That can tell us that we, we're doing the right things or even like the, the click through rates on, on Google ads. So you can say, hey, on Google ads, you'd be like, uh, I want an ad to focus on this functionality and I want to add to focus a different ad to focus on this other functionality which one has the highest um, click-through rate mm -hmm. and as a result now you know oh, hey this one um, B had the higher click-through rate than A so let's focus on a feature set of B yeah. you know I have a question for you Dre touching on that you put your web page up and you put a buy button and you're going to validate this idea how do you know that you're getting the right and enough traffic before you can scrap that idea. How do you know it was the right people first before you scrapped it? Maybe maybe you didn't have the right market. Is that possible? Um, you're talking about like, uh, let me just make sure I'm understanding properly. Mm -hmm. Are you talking about the strategy towards marketing to people as far as like, how do I make sure that I'm yeah. targeting the right audience? Exactly. Well, how you make sure you're targeting the right audience so that way you don't scrap the idea, but because you thought nobody would have wanted it, but just the people that you ran those ads to or you first initially showed it to didn't want it. Yeah, yeah, this is a good question. I think that, you know, we, we talked about ads a bit, but, you know, in, the reality is you actually need to put in a little more work. Actually, ads make you a little lazy, to be honest. Um, the real work you want to put in is what, finding online these are people that um 
come together for a certain reason, for a certain cause. Maybe maybe they're all dealing with the same pain point. Maybe they all have the same interests. Maybe they all are mothers, you know. And so you you want to spend some time finding these communities online. There's there's a, at least what a billion people online today. Mm -hmm. You know, 1.5 billion people online. So there's a community for everything. Um, and so the places you can find these communities is like Reddit, right? Um, Slack groups. Uh, Facebook groups is a big one, right? You want to put in that that manual labor of finding these groups and and joining them and actually communicating inside these groups. Yeah. And if you can make a, a mass blast, you know, by hitting up maybe the host, um, great, by all means, like that would more than likely work. But sometimes maybe you have to talk to each person individually. And so, you know, based off the response rate, now you know, hey, um, this is my audience or this is this I thought that this was my audience and this is not everything that you're doing is a scientific theory, you know, yeah. it's a business scientific theory. And so I think my audience is this Well, go out there and validate that by finding the community online. And you can find the community through Reddit, Facebook, Slack and a bunch of other places as well. Yeah, that's that was fire. That was fire right there. Uh, Brandon, uh, data capture, are you, you think kind of the same way data, um, capturing really isn't super important right now. You just want to see who you can get to buy and then kind of touch on that idea as well as how do you know you're getting the right target when you start to run those ads, you start to bring the traffic and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, so I think I agree with Dre. Data's overrated in the beginning. Um, at the end, at the, in the beginning, you're just like looking for some form of agreement um and it's really unscalable so i mean i'm just collecting you're collecting phone numbers you're collecting emails you're potentially kind of like collecting like data are they per making a purchase are they signing up are they viewing you just want to get like whatever that baseline metric is for your business get that um and then cap and then get away where you can communicate to that person communicate to that person that signed up so you can learn more about why that's really the only thing you need to uh uh capture in the beginning I think from a, uh, how do I know you're targeting the right audience? So like one thing is if you're getting too many types of people signing up for your product, you might not be being specific enough. So like you need to be very specific in the beginning. If I think if you're very vague when it comes to like your language around what you're building, yeah. you're gonna get all types of people viewing and whatever, and that can make your numbers look weird. You know, like you have a thousand people viewing your page but no one's buying. It could just be because you're being really vague. And so like you're getting all types of people who are coming there and you're not getting the, the buy-in that you want. So maybe narrowing what you're doing down helps that. Um, I think the other thing is like, give yourself enough time again, iterate like feedback loops, right? Like mm -hmm. you have to build in a good process to get a good feedback loop. So that way you can see, okay, here, I'm selling this. Okay. You don't like it? Bet. Let me see who else. Let me, let me go to this next one. So you need to be specific enough to can target that specific audience. And then they don't like it. Be rechange your communication to be more specific, again, as specific to a different direction. And get that feedback loop really quickly, and then once you've kind of hit a few a few different audiences, you should you should see something. Um, get that feedback. An example is this Quest, right? Like when we launched our platform for bars, nightclubs, and restaurants, like we walked around to different bars, restaurants, and nightclubs to see who would like this product, and it was all types of from sushi bars and ramen bars to coffee shops to nightclubs to bars to lounges to you know you have kind of in the beginning you know you have a you have to be a, have a very specific value proposition 
And then yeah. you kind of want to almost spray and pray in the beginning. Just get enough data from different types of sources to see who really loves it. And then once you fit, once you get that bite, double down. Like, yeah. okay, I'm only talking to bars. Really like what we're doing. Bet I'm only talking to bars. Mm -hmm. I know rest. There's some. I, I know I talked to one or two restaurants that also liked it, or I talked to another. You know, liked it. But you need to move all those people aside and narrowly focus on this one type of customer and go yeah. super deep with that customer and like and get really integrated with them. That one who really loved it, not the people who liked it. You want to find a person that really loves it and fall and, and double down on that. Yeah, um, man, I can't wait, and I hope that you know you guys uh, get Quest going again in the future because it's like a dope idea that and lifestyle like for the future, or maybe just maybe just throw it to somebody else, let them take care of it. But um, you talked about the feedback loop, Brandon, and that leads that lead exactly to my last question. I'll start with you. What feedback are you looking for specifically? I'm looking for the person that loves what I'm doing. Um, and is like, man, I've been looking for this. Or like, you want that person, like they say, is rather have, I'd rather have 10 people that love my product than 100 people who like it. And yeah. so I'm looking for that person, that business, that, that viewer, that, that buyer that's like, Ooh, like, man, like hopped on it immediately. Like they loved what I'm doing. Yeah. When I, when I, when I get that, then I'm like, okay, I got something. You know, when you get some casuals, like, oh, this is nice to haves or, oh, I bought this, but you know, I just bought it because I'd be buying shit. Like that's not a really strong, <laughs> that's not a strong customer. I'm looking for that. I'm looking for like those 10 hell yeses. Yeah. Um, and when I get those, when I get those handful of hell yeses, I found like, you know, five to 10 people who are like, hell yeah, that's a strong customer that I can get feedback from. That's how I know I'm headed the right direction. That's huge. Dre, feedback, man. What are you looking for? Man, I love what, what he said. Um, I, I'm looking for the money. <laughs> I'm looking yeah, for the money, man. Like, you know, I'm always going to position. I'm going to be honest with you, man. Like, you know, I was I was the entrepreneur in the beginning that was just like, money's going to come, money's going to come. I got to focus on the users, getting as many people on this thing as possible. But little did I realize that these great companies out here, they always had to focus on the money. You know, when, uh, I, you know, I was building a social app at one point and I was like, Facebook and Twitter ain't worried about money. And, and in reality, Facebook was making money while they were in college. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, and so I had this huge flaw in my knowledge set. And, and, and one of the things is I'm a creator, man. Like I'm a creator at heart. And there's so many creators that don't believe in, in making this money. And I'm gonna say this, you know, if you want to continue to create, you got to learn how to make this money so you can continue to double down on your creation, you know. And so, you know, take that money, reinvest it. And so, you know, anything that I produce at the end of the day, it has to come down to the money. Um, and, you know, I can tell if someone really loves their the product or not based off of, yo, put your money where your mouth is. Yeah. You know, if you don't put your money where your mouth is, you don't love this thing. So, you know, maybe this is not needed. You know, or maybe I got to rethink the strategy. And, and at all times, I'm thinking about that business model that's going to work with this, you know, because not every business model applies. So, um, you know, in that ideal phase, and we can go into that topic, you know, maybe next week or the following week after that. But um, in that idea, I'm, I'm also analyzing what's the best idea for a business model that applies to this, this type, these type of people or applies to this product that will bring in the most type of people. Now it's other stuff because you can have a horrible business model, and as a result, you ain't bringing no nobody in. You know. Yeah. 
because you you can't sustain like they say in, in in speaking you can't sustain the message unless you got the money to sustain it you want to go um far and wide with your product with your business with your message whatever that is you're sharing and at the end of the day you can't really do that and you can't really uh branch out and really uh put a dent in the universe but you're getting that bread baby uh, oh, anything y'all want to touch mm-hmm. on before we close out? Yeah, I'm gonna talk. I'm gonna follow on one thing. Uh-huh. Double down on Dre. Follow the money. The money will guide you to every. The user, the the users will guide you to the money, mm-hmm. and the money will guide you to the users, <laughs> and that loop will give you the feedback that it takes to build out a big business. You and go. you just want to continue to just double down and get that that feedback, like. Like and, and and grow and grow that. Yeah, yeah. You know, I want to piggyback on that too. You know what what Brandon said. You know you got to find the the people that love you, and you know you got to also reiterate. And one thing I just want you to know at all times is just because one person said that they you know they don't rock with it doesn't mean you need to ch- change. You need to change it. Excuse me. Sometimes you need to like focus on like maybe hitting 10 people, 100 people with this idea to see if you should actually be changing it. And the more people you talk to with that one initial idea and not changing it, the more common patterns you can pick up on, maybe this one is actually going to work. And then you can try that one out next and, and push that one out to mm-hmm. maybe 110 to 100 people. And then you say, oh, then let me sharpen it up. Let me sharpen it up. Another one is that I used to run into was investors or people that had a lot of clout and power like celebrities and stuff like that that said that they like the product and so i was like oh because such and such said that they like the product this this gotta work right like no <laughs> that is not the case <laughs> like don't base your product on on what the investor says mm-hmm. and don't base your product on what in, in, influence or celebrity says um at the end of the day it's about the people and a, a mass amount of people messing with your product uh, is more than this other person ever uh, can can push. Because at the end of the day, celebrities, influencers, investors, they're not the product builders. Yeah. And they're not the customer, really. You know what I'm saying? They might be the customer in reality, but like you still got to serve an audience. So you got to figure it out that. And vice versa. If you have an investor or an influencer that doesn't like your product, doesn't necessarily mean that it's not a good product, right? Like, they so a lot of times they don't understand, especially investors. A lot of investors are disconnected, especially based on the consumer. Yeah. They might not understand the needs of the everyday person, right? There's a reason why, you know, sometimes like you hear like these great consumer products that had a really hard time raising money, uh, but then you have like some really dumb ideas that raise a lot of money because a, a, a vending machine for a Patagonia vest raised money, right? Because investors need <laughs> like vests and they just thought that was a big market and it wasn't, yeah. right? But then you have something like a company like Airbnb where investors thought that it was stupid or Uber thought it was very stupid in the beginning, but they don't, they have cars, so they don't need a ride. They don't, they have money, so they don't sleep on people's couches, but everyday people do and everyday people needed a place to stay. So like, just like Dre said, you might have, if you're in a situation where an, an investor and an influencer loves your product, that's not validation. And if an investor or an influencer hates your product, that's not validation. The only validation is the people. Hey, there it is. There it is. I was fire. I was fire. All right. That's it. We are, hey, this one, the ones we could have went like an hour. We're a couple minutes over. 
But um, hey, we were spitting that hot fire. We got in the zone in that second half, especially. And um, hey, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for watching us. And remember to share, subscribe wherever you're watching this. If you're on YouTube, that's on the right side. If that's on Facebook, that's below. If you're on one of those audio platforms, just share. And thanks for tuning in to the SBYR show. I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as we enjoyed making it for you. Till next time. Peace.